Okay, um, welcome to the Sunday Roast Podcast, uh, episode number 26. It's December, it's coming up to Christmas, it's going to be fun times. We've got talk about Spotify Wrapped. Um, oh, and of course, joining me is the uh, the creator of the world's longest pizza that measured a total of 6,333 feet. It's Paul, a.k.a. Pueblo Vista. It's-a me, a Mario. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> starting with a controversy uh, I mean you, you, I don't think you could do much worse than Chris Pratt let's be real nope oh yeah well I think what's the the the, the thing there's like it's it's a me Mario or Mario Mario like what was the thing I, I know that people were like um, distinguishing between the Mario's in a way but yeah again having Chris Pratt play Mario voice is it not uh, so good I think for the Italian peoples no I suppose not yeah, maybe he's an American Italian, you know, second generation grew up there, so Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. We do not know the preface the premise of the story. Though Exactly. I, I don't know. We we have another trailer for the for the Mario movie recently, but I didn't pay much attention to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Spotify wrapped. Let's oh, dive God, just dumping right, right in, into it. Dumping right into this. So Yeah. I mean, it's a dumpster fire, might as well add to it. Well, I mean, see, this is the thing. I do not care so much about the uh, the artist's version. Um, for me, Spotify Wrapped is yeah. very much the, the music that I've been listening to. I only care, I care the most about that. Like, when you, you message me and it says, oh, Wrapped's out, and I'm like, oh, shit, the first thing I did, open up Spotify, I wanted to see who my top artist was for the year, how much music I'd listened to, like, what my top, like, genres and shit were, and I'm, that is the stuff that, like, that gets me fucking wet in my pants. The artist Wrapped, um, which I'll, I'll, I would actually like to address, like, a little bit, I don't care so much about. Um, yeah, and... Uh, I, I guess we could kind of... I suppose we could jump jump into it now. Um, so I guess the first thing I wanted to say, I guess about the artist wrapped, is... Like like I've just said, I don't really care that much about it. Um, mostly because of the genre that we're in. So... Yeah. Like, I know... Looking at my stats, like, I did double what I did last year. Like, that's absolutely insane. The, the milestone of hitting, what was it, something, I'm just loading it up now, I think it was like 1.2 million streams, um, that's, no, 1.3 million, oh, I'm, I'm discrediting myself, that number in itself is insane, that is an absolutely momentous milestone that anyone, regardless of genre, can get, um, and I'm not trying to put it like kind of downplay that a little bit or, or disregard it i know that that's a momentous number i know that that is absolutely insane that that artists could only kind of dream of however i when i was going through like the wrapped like the artist wrapped thing all of the different stats and the little like factoids and stuff i felt so disconnected with it all because and we've said this a few times on the podcast we all know where the streams come from with um, yeah. with this that's obviously not to disregard the fact that those people you know those streams are coming from genuine listeners but we know that those listeners aren't sitting there loading up my artist profile and listening to me as an artist fantastic i've got 1.2 million streams throughout the whole of the year again 
fucking insane. I don't think anyone could ever really say anything different about that. But having put kind of like a lot of myself into my music this year to really kind of push stuff out, I've never felt more disconnected to the about to these stats than I have this year, because I know that yes, they're listens, they're streams, but they're they're streams that have kind of come and gone. Um, mm. They're not necessarily being absorbed in. That I know that those streams aren't from people that are listening to me. They're listening to a playlist. They're listening to a mood, and that's cool. That's absolutely fine. Again, I have no issues with that. But for me personally, like seeing all of the the stats that I got, was it was just a bit like I just didn't care. Um, and I know that there are probably going to be people that listen to this being like, "Oh, what an obnoxious piece of shit!" Like sitting there, like ungrateful, sitting there, one point three million streams, blah 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 blah. Like, if you don't want to do it, why does he do it? I'm doing it because I love to make music, um, and I've found a genre that is insanely accessible. But yeah. if I was making music or or producing music for either myself or or I was in a band or I was um, yeah. producing music for another artist, and that the, you know it was most they had actual fans, they had actual listeners, or I had actual fans and actual listeners that were connecting with me on a personal level. You know, like hit me up on social media, being like oh you know i really love your music it's really you know and i'm not saying that i don't have that i i do but to be honest i can count them on one hand and i appreciate every single one of those people absolutely but they are they aren't they aren't the ones that are contributing to the 1.23 million um it's the playlists that i'm on it's the labels that i've released with that have put me on their playlists i would say it's the editorials i still haven't got an editorial this year (laughs) but you know, and I, I don't want to say that I was kind of like bummed out by it all, but it just, it came and went just as the passive streams come and go. I was more hyped to the fact that I'm not my own top artist this year. I was more hyped that, Same. you know, yeah. I finally felt after a couple of years of really being involved in this scene that my my yeah. Spotify wrapped was, this is my personal one, listening, consumer facing one was more me as a as a consumer as a listener it had the bands that i like it was the genres that i like it wasn't um you know i'm not saying that i don't like lo-fi i'm i'm really you know it's i'm circling back every time i'm saying something but it's not to say that i don't like lo-fi but it's just something that that you know as people that consume this type of music they throw it on while they're doing something or they're just needing yeah. some you know they're finding mood playlists to sleep to or whatever and you know if I was more of a, and again, a Harry Styles kind of artist where I was, I was singing. Yeah. I was more of a, you know, this is me as an artist. I'm putting my, uh, making stuff that's more substantial, I guess, that can be um, yeah. consumed and listened to on a more sort of substantial basis. Then I think these numbers would be absolutely like, you know, if I was a singer-songwriter, I'd be mind blown. But as just someone that yeah. produces which is is essentially background music i found the just this year just to be a bit yeah i was just so disconnected from those stats and it was um it was really weird uh, and i think this could lead into something that i definitely want to jump on later um but yeah um <laughs> how was your rap it was was tt po the top of yours no surprisingly um 
again like you thankfully i wasn't my uh i wasn't my my you're top, top artist, artist. <laughs> yeah my, i wasn't my top artist which was great yeah because i got less and less involved with the whole thing uh, since last year um it was surprisingly dua lipa so is it surprising because i'm sure you've mentioned dua lipa before yeah yeah but i didn't expect her i didn't expect to see her there because you you know the kind of you know the you know my range the range that that i listen to my spotify i do tend to uh listen to my own stuff however let's let me just rephrase i tend to listen to my own <laughs> stuff on apple music <laughs> and, not, and spotify is basically the go-to for uh my daughter yeah uh, nevertheless, I think after a while, like uh, now she kind of like moved away from music. Like she's she's not really asking for music that much. So when, whenever she does, it's like Dua Lipa. It also happens that I listen to Dua Lipa as well. I don't know. Maybe like there's like a teenage girl inside of me or whatever the fuck. But it's, I find it funny. It's funny. Sorry. I find it like nice production wise and I just listen to it or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, the only thing that I would... I agree 100% with what you said about uh, the rap, like uh, your rap, uh, and in, in general. The only thing that I would disagree with you is that the actual listeners that I think we drew in and the numbers that we did, I think they're more organic. Hmm. Because there's always like um, something that we, we covered a thousand times in the past. Um, uh, you being, uh, I don't know, a, a consistent lo-fi girl producer doesn't really make you like, you know, all these guys have like hundreds, uh, they're in the hundreds of millions of streams like every year. Yeah. Um, so seeing like a Spotify rap from them is like, you know, kudos to you, you make a fuck ton of money, even with that 15%, you know, either it's like 16 or 50%, whatever, depending on how many uh, collabs yeah. you have on each specific track, which is great. However, this is definitely for me, like this is a very fictional number. Like I, I don't I see it, like I, there's a bunch of names that they, you know, they, we know, we all know who these guys are. Like they, they posted like, oh, I'm so thankful, blah, blah. Of course you're, you know, I, I understand it. At least now they kind of like change the tune from all oh, thank you to all my fans to like, I'm so thankful, Yeah. which is great. You know, you have to be thankful to uh, uh, a fucking dim makes you all this fucking cash anyway, which is, it's a, it's a pleasant change of tune mm -hmm. to put it that way. I think all of the shitting and the trash talking that we've been doing <laughs> the past year, I think kind of like paid out eventually, which is great. Like at the end of the day, we don't want to, um, this our fellow producers it's like we just wanted to shake some reason into them like wake up and fucking smell the coffee it's not fans that listen to your music it's just a fucking playlist yeah um but i would just say this like again like the the the, the streams that we got are mainly organic and taking it from me for example like speaking on my on my behalf uh, speaking about myself is basically um my own artist, I, I haven't really released that much. I did like a, I, I always do like a casual collab every now and then. And then I had like, I don't know, I'm kind of like following up a tendency now. I'm just putting like uh, albums out. Like I, I dropped like my album in the worst time possible in fucking August when nobody's listening to anything at all. Like everybody's like in deep into this fucking holiday mood, especially this year with Corona free holidays, I guess. Yeah. So everybody just went it's like fuck lo-fi music, which I'm like all the streams that I got was basically because I, I, to be honest, I just wanted to test everything out. Um, I didn't pitch that shit anywhere at all. Like I just put the album out. I just liked it and then fuck it. That's it. And seeing that with zero effort, like when it comes to the promotional marketing of the thing and just pitching one track, um, 
not getting any editorials like i got all of the tracks in that album which is like a little bit over 20 24 tracks for lo-fi that's considered like a fucking lifetime anyway um <laughs> uh you know everything is like in the several thousands which is great and and i did see like a, a drop in my numbers i think um last year's which i didn't last year was like about i had like 30 million streams 31 or whatever now this year is like 29 or some shit there is a drop but uh, it's still like consistent like i think there's not so much I have more editorials, definitely, um, than you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Even if I had one, <laughs> even if I had one, it would have been more. <laughs> but, but it wasn't to the extent, like, because I, I didn't get, like, I, I haven't had uh, an, uh, an editorial on one of my original tracks for a while now. I would, I would say, like, even, you know, since summer. And I even, I, I got one now, yeah. last Friday for after like a long time so i mean to be honest that particular track that got on lo-fi beats was like uh two weeks or almost like three four weeks ago it went on this new one of these new editorial playlists that they have like the chill hop one that it's called yeah but again whatever it's not like one of the big ones that everybody knows so i'm just happy to see that uh there's more and more organic listeners like I like the fact that there was this uh, interesting um, statistic like where they had this breakdown that you're like on the top 10 of 5,000 fans and you're the top five of <laughs> the thousand fans and you have like XYZ major ones <laughs> I was the uh, I was in the top 10 of four people I can't even get it. <laughs> and then <laughs> that was it <laughs> okay okay no, let me just check mine. Um, I think, well, my, my numbers there were good. Were good. I actually took screenshots of that because I didn't, uh, I don't, I don't really post that shit. I didn't want to post it, post it anyway. So, um, screenshots. There we go. Ta -da -ta -ta -da -ta. Yeah, um, I was in the top ten artists for six thousand, six and a half thousand fans. I was in the top five for. 3,000 fans, and I was the number one artist for 521 fans, which I think is pretty dope, considering how this fucking genre is going yeah. and how this shit show is. So, yeah, that, that's that's why basically, um, to sum it up, like that's the, the, the point that I disagree with you. I think the, the streams that we've been getting this year, Aaron, both you and me, at least specifically, um, are way more organic than it was last year or the year before. So... It's, it's very refreshing to see that, yeah, maybe all this, you know, hard work and pushing and marketing ourselves and um, maybe maybe even the podcast that, that we have actually contributed to that. Like, cause we, we kind of like showcase a little bit of personality, like people know what's happening yeah. out there. Maybe like, and I think it, this is like part of like, and have like a nice segue um, into our own, as you said earlier, um, wrapped, <laughs> um, is that it's, it's part of the... The purge, yeah. Basically, like the people that uh, that are left, the people that still hang out and they're still here doing what they're doing because, yeah, as cliche as it might sound, we just love the process. We just love to like to make music whenever possible, of course, and you know push our ideology out there, push our agenda, push the envelope, push whatever the, the fuck you want to push. So. It's really refreshing, like, and, and you know, and connected, uh, combining this with um, 
what we talked about in the past, like that the numbers have become more normal now. Mm. Like you don't see like fucking millions anymore. Or like, like you see more in the thousands. Like you, like how it used to be, like you release a track, if it gets like a thousand streams after, I don't know, a week or two on Spotify, I would consider that a success. Yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't generally say that, oh, there's a thousand people who listen to my tracks, which I think like a lot of, a lot of Americans do that, actually. Uh, but, you know, having like a thousand plays on something that, especially, again, from speaking for myself, like an album that I haven't really promoted other than just like posting it on, on fucking Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Have like thousands of streams on each uh, track. I, I consider this as a big success. And it also tells a lot of things about how I fucking think about, you know, my music and stuff. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll just, yeah, it's like at the end of the day, I'll just make it, put it out there, and it is what it is. You know, I have these fucking 500 hardcore fans. I'm happy. Yeah. That's it. No, I, I mean, I think to kind of riff off what you were saying, like, I'm not saying that the, the it's less organic. It's just for me, at least, like... It was that disconnection of like i'm not sitting here thinking like yeah i've fucking made it big time like we have seen in the past that some artists have done i'm just trying to kind of look at the numbers and being like yeah i've gotten some good playlists this year um i'm i've released with some labels that that have decent playlists that i've been on for most of the year i know that that's where these numbers have come from and i think in a way i've kind of put a wall up for myself because i know yeah. that they're coming from those playlists but at the end of the day, people need to be picking those playlists and choosing to listen to those playlists, which, you know, changes things slightly. But again, like I was saying, these people aren't, like these streams, these listeners, uh, I think it, it was something like 300 and, like 375k listeners. Mm -hmm. um, they're all, you know, they're, they're all listening to a mood. They're listening to a playlist they're not necessarily listening to me like you know we've always kind of joked about it on the podcast as well that like oh okay all of these artists that are like sitting there with their four milli show us the um, the percentage of people that have listened to your music from your like your profile profile yeah like and if i was to do that like right now let's see if i can just do it oh, i can't do it for them. no but I, I mean for me i think um no, I definitely, I definitely, when I check the stats, there's, there's an increase when it comes to the, the profile listeners. Yeah. Which, again, uh, plays to what I said earlier. Like, we have more organic listeners. Mm. That's it. Like, it's, it's you know, the, 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 the herd has been thinned and, uh, and the la landscape has changed a lot this past, I would say, three years, maybe. Yeah. And, and you know, the scene, the lo-fi, lo-fi instrumental, chill beats, whatever you want to call it, scene was at his, at its peak during the pandemic, yeah. during COVID. Uh, that's where you had a lot of people being sad, staying at home, listening and crying to lo-fi yeah. sad beats, which was great. And then immediately, as soon as the new vaccine started working and there wasn't, the measures weren't as hard, or a strict, you saw people, you know, going back to normal life, which is listening to pop music and having, you know, doing activities and enjoying life in general. So uh, it's quite interesting how, for me at least, that 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 
a lot of people tried to uh, or got into the scene after that like after the fact we started seeing uh, I don't know Spotify or let's say one of the major major streaming platforms creating more playlists yeah. for example more tutorials or um, more quote-unquote fake artists uh, or your favorite topic more bands lo-fi bands uh, to me it's a little bit weird that it, this happened now it I mean in an already saturated it's genre doing that now it only vindicates us and, and justifies our efforts yeah. at the end of the day and with the whole purge happening um, people started to realize like what's what's real and what's not what's yeah. something that um, uh, I don't know what's real and what's not basically yeah I think that, that that's it that's it yeah I mean I think I just wanted to kind of throw that out there in case there were others as well because like I think last year with the the whole wrapped thing I was very much like you know well I doubled it I think I was about 600k last year and I was just like yeah this is cool but you know I'm, I'm aware where it's from but cool yeah you know thanks for the support blah 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 and this year I was just like mm -hmm. you know. and it, I guess I kind of wanted to throw more of my kind of opposing opinion to what everyone else is doing you know you see all the posts on social media being like oh thanks it's been a great year like this is amazing all those that maybe haven't put so much music out being like oh i haven't done much this year but you know i'm still yeah. seeing seeing numbers and stuff and it's like you know i'm coming not even as devil's advocate just as a fucking miserable bastard being like yeah, yeah. 1.3 million's great but i'm just uh. <laughs> but yeah. just in case there's anyone um you know out there kind of feeling the same i hope that makes you feel like you're not alone with it all. Um, let me just say this. I think this year, seeing uh, wrapped screenshots, yeah. um, it was more, for me, it was more wholesome because a lot of people basically went through the fact of supporting for the sake of supporting or like leaving that like or yeah. putting that fucking fire emoji or whatever because what we said like the the the, the pretty boy lo-fi girl vibe thing it's kind of like wore off like after a while like after the third year of posting the same fucking millions yeah and people were like you know what the fuck like well, what is it? it it's not it's not genuine anymore like it, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's natural yeah you know what i mean so when I would see people posting stuff like Q, oh yeah, you you basically managing to double your your streams mm -hmm. just on just Spotify because we're just talking about Spotify, yeah. like we're kind of like disregarding everything else. It's like that's the only streaming platform, yeah. Obviously, um, I was I was genuinely happy and yeah. messages even that I got when I posted mine. I only posted mine. I was like selective with posting my shit now. Um, I'm, I got more active on Facebook, yeah. so I just posted it there, like in my private account even. So, my personal account. So, um, I saw like more genuine messages or like um, congrats in a way than, than I would have seen if I would have posted on Instagram. Yeah. Like, you know, like Instagram was like, oh, fire emoji, fire emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, super cool. Yeah. No, because I think it's like, this is like fucking fake. Like, it's, it doesn't make sense. Like, that's, I mean, I even said it. I mean, kind of like, kind of, kind of 50%, almost like half broke my promise i said last year i wasn't gonna post that shit yeah. ever again so i kind of like half 
asked it and I posted it on Facebook, which is like the old people social <laughs> network. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I don't, I don't remember ever getting like a hundred plus likes on Facebook on anything music related that I posted. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, I mean, I posted it on Facebook and LinkedIn. Oh, Christ. <laughs> All right. Places. Fucking hell. I, dude, I, I got like 30 likes on LinkedIn. I was like, that's fucking dope. Like my, my coworkers. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Nice. So, um, which is, is nice in yeah. it. So, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I think like that's, that's another, you know, uh, interesting topic, you know, social media and where this fucking thing is going. But yeah, I mean, I find like social media fucking this year alone i definitely got a little more exhausted with it all um oh, just with the whole definitely. thing because 100 yeah there's there is so much kind of and this this is just not Trash. just for the lo-fi genre but just for kind of like social media as a whole it's just it is just such a a facade of people that are posting their like best selves and you know their best things best foot forward sort of thing and it, i don't know i just kind of have come away quite <laughs> miserable and cynical about it all um especially and and this is i i'm gonna really throw myself under the cunt bus here and, and i shared it with you as well um there was a post from genius that um yeah. for those that don't oh, know genius yeah. is like it's a website that, that has a lot of like it, well, it was lyrics but i think it's more just kind of music and pop culture now and they posted yeah. uh something on their page that was like um it, it was basically lo-fi girl and then they the yeah. question they asked was um you know what do you put on to kind of occupy your time when you're you know busy doing stuff something along those lines and uh, you kind of because they use the lo-fi girl picture you, you're half expecting that, that people would come along and be like oh you know i listen to lo-fi listen to chill hop or you know i listen to to swarm idealism whoever the fuck blah 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 i would say 90 percent of the comments from what would be like normal people that aren't lo-fi producers were naming things like kendrick lamar drake uh you know taylor swift Big art, but just actual musical yeah. artists. Yeah. And then you just had the lo-fi scene come along and just mm. kind of... So it's just saying lo-fi girl. Yeah, not, not, not even lo-fi girl. <laughs> you had... And, and I guess the way to sum it up, this entire post has never shown me how much people care... Like, the only people that care about lo-fi are the lo-fi producers. Like, that's what this post oh, yeah. kind of summed up. A hundred percent, yeah. And kind of just scrolling through and just seeing lo-fi producers, like, holding each other up, which is awesome. I'm not going to sit there and be a miserable cunt and say that that's not cool. Yeah. But just seeing, like, other lo-fi producers hi hype each other up, that's great. Yeah. But it was also a real, real stark realisation that we, as a collective, have all kind of we hold this genre that we're making to such high regard and you know there are some of us that have essentially made it our personalities and it's mm. i was just like man this is 
this is painful to look through like just scrolling through yeah, yeah. The, the comments of this genius instagram post and just seeing all of the producers either hyping themselves up or hyping other producers up which i think in any other like on our own social posts like i totally get but like public facing i, I was i couldn't have been more embarrassed to be a part of this this scene than anything and if, and if that makes me like an arsehole then that that's i, I will that's just my flag to bear but it was it was just so fucking cringe man just no, these people like oh like you know at blah 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 and it's like and you know if you're gonna turn around and be like oh well did you not get tagged is that why you're being bitter or whatever if that's the way you want to see it cool but i, I don't know it, it was just cringe as fuck it was just seeing this like you know genius are, are a pretty big company that that are very big in the music scene you know they provide yeah. official lyrics to, to pretty much every yeah. every music ever and they're posting something and and the majority of normal people that are music consumers were saying stuff yeah. that they listened to there was the odd one that would say like lo-fi girl or they would say a you know one of the bigger sort of lo-fi producers or they would simply just say lo-fi hip-hop and then yeah. to just scroll down and see if hundreds of lo-fi producers just and may i interject and in how we know it was lo-fi producers is like you just go through all the blue check marks <laughs> well fucking yeah there. exactly <laughs> well no because I, I was i was familiar with a lot of the names and stuff and you know a lot of them were tagging and it, you could just go yeah, through yeah. i mean it, it is if it's it was a real kind of stark realization for me as well that yeah especially because of all of the um I guess all of the time that I've put into being a dick on social media to try and, you know, hype up the lo-fi scene or support the lo-fi scene to an outsider's perspective, you know, when things are going wrong, if we go back to lo-fi girl doing the trademark, yeah. it's like, who were the people yeah. that were caring that lo-fi girl was doing the trademark? Other lo-fi producers. Yeah. Uh, who cares when, you know, a label is doing something shady? not the people that are yeah. listening to it it's other lo-fi producers and obviously that one's a bit of an outlier it's quite rightly so that they should be kicking off that a label's being shitty but yeah you know like i said it it's never been more stark who gives a shit more about the lo-fi community than the actual lo-fi producers themselves um yeah. and to that i'm just kind of like stuff exists outside of this um and i suppose as well and this is something that I've started to see a lot more. I, I, I kind of feel like with this whole lo-fi purge thing that we mentioned at the start of the year, it's something that I've seen where artists are now moving out of lo-fi and creating other types of music. Yeah. And they're kind of... One thing I've noticed a lot more is the hype around Jungle. That's been kind of building up again. Um, and, you know, much like lo-fi was the, te the flavor of the week during the pandemic, I think Jungle's becoming the flavor of the week now. So naturally jungle yeah really mm -hmm. i'm seeing wow. a lot more people talk about it make and start to make it and mess around with with jungle so or at least that kind of like liquid drum and bass type stuff essentially it's chill but with a that's half time <laughs> okay it's like low, I'm, I'm sensing a new genre lo-fi jungle let's go i mean <laughs> yeah i, I, I genuinely think like, that could happen it, it's, it's probably going to be some some great appropriation of a whole genre again, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, the music is music. It, it's recycling. It, that's that's what we we're doing. That's what. I mean, there's no, uh, in you know, 
sucking my own dick here. There's no parthenogenesis anymore. Like nothing yeah. comes out of fucking uh, Mary's vagina like that. Like it's nothing. Everybody is influenced from somebody else yeah. and uh, inspired and whatever. So uh, you can even like make something like this was like one of your cases as well when you had listened to something and subconsciously yeah. after like, I don't know, six months, a year, what was it? You did something and you're like, wait a minute. I heard this thing before, like, yeah, yeah. It's so, so it's great. But I agree with you uh, that this is like, it's a very funny, borderline comical um, community sometimes. I mean, I'm, I'm part of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm maybe, maybe I'm also like part of the problem or maybe I'm trying to be part of the solution. We're trying to be part of the solution, whatever that solution might be. If I can just stop making yeah. lo-fi beats, that's the solution, <laughs> I think, essentially. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, it's it's what I want. I want to say to what you said earlier that that you know, there's like you know, genius making this post, and everybody's like coming like uh, as a whole, like oh yeah, hopping each other up. But it's like that's the only fucking genre that maybe this is happening. Like if genius would post something about what's your favorite hip hop artist and it's like, oh, it's Drake. You're not gonna see like fucking Drake and Doja Cat and whatever, everybody like hyping each other up. Like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but with us, it's like this weird, as I said, like for me, it's comical because as soon as you texted the thing, you send me the thing. I just went immediately to the comment. I didn't even read the description of the post. Yeah. I was like, I just want to see the comments. And then the first couple of scrolls that I did, as soon as I saw, I didn't even read names. I saw blue, the blue uh, verified, uh, verified marks. And I was like, fucking it's happening. Like what the f like why? And, and it's like, you know, fires and whatever, fire emojis and love emojis. And you're the shit, you're the shit, you're the shit. I mean, I didn't even know who was tagged anyway. Like, uh, whether we get tagged or not, it's, it's, as we said, in, it's, 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 it's me a gal, it's me a wurst. Like, I don't even give a fuck if I'm tagged or not. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can only tag 30 people in a fucking post. You can yeah. tag a hundred. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely not, uh, one of the most influential lo-fi producers that, that made something that was like, oh my God, so fucking amazing that in 20 years from now, people are going to be talking about that joint that fucking Pueblo made with his little guitar. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So, yeah, but it's, it's, it's like funny. But uh, at least I, th I think that the good point, what you said earlier, is, is that, that, that the fact people are starting to branch out. Yeah. And doing other things. Like, um, and I would say... Again, uh, trying you know, try to put like a fucking target in my back. Um, <laughs> I think that this is what 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 smart producers are doing, like doing something else yeah. other than just a fucking lo-fi beat. Because like the main reason I think why, one of the reasons why both you and me are so cunty or like old Muppet so uh, you know Muppet show <laughs> hungry old man type yeah. thing, it's because of the hypocrisy. Yeah that is very, very, that is there, that is uh, the, the common denominator in most of the, the people that are involved. I say most, I don't say anybody. There's like, unfortunately, the majority is overshadowing the minority of people who actually know how to flip samples, you know, live to make beats, they, they enjoy the process, they just fuck shit up because this is, they wanna, you know, make something good out of it. Yeah. They wanna have a legacy or whatever the fuck. Um, 
the majority is doing it for the cash. That that was it. Yeah. Like the, the moment people figure shit out that they can do it for the cash and they can like fucking dick write specific labels mm-hmm. uh, using fucking splice samples over and over again or like making like a, uh, I don't know, a little shitty guitar loop and then dressing it up with more splice samples and then copy pasting three and a half minutes of a fucking beat that they found again on splice mm-hmm. or somewhere else or whatever. <coughs> Uh, this just fucked everything up for everybody. And if you combine that with all the editorial crap that we've been seeing, which is like German curators loving German labels, because yeah. it's happening again, sadly, um, then it is what it is. I mean, somebody might say, oh, Paul, you just feel like, you know, you're grumpy because you're like a cunt because you don't get editorials or whatever. But no, man, it's it's the fucking facts. Just go and fucking chart metric. Well, the you can barely do that anymore because there's like a paywall behind it yeah. at least I see the, the, the there's like at this today I think there's like 370 labels represented in the lo-fi beats editorial playlist and uh, I don't know how many how many tracks does lo-fi beats have now is it like 400 something is it like, like yeah uh, yeah, immediately when, when you start seeing like the top labels and all that stuff, you're like, eh, something's off. And then if you if you like try to find the roots and the origin, you will see that they're all Germans. So yeah, yeah I mean, I was I was joking with it. Uh, Deep shit is on the live as well. I was joking with it, like how 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 everybody's faking that you know they're from fucking Berlin when they pitch tracks on Spotify yeah. or fucking Amazon or whatever, like everybody's doing the same shit. And surprisingly, it kind of like works. It's It fucking works. Yeah. It's stupid. Which again, tells a, a fuck ton of, tells a fuck ton to, for, for <clears throat> you know, the people who actually curate this this this. Yeah, but then it, it's I mean, like, are we actually surprised when, and this is something that's being kind of, we're flogging the dead horse again over on on Twitter and yeah, people yeah, discovering are, the yeah. fact that oh Firefly Music Spotify is tied with fake artists. It's like yes, we know yeah. they they've been doing it for ages and Spotify as a company yeah. is clearly only out to make money. The fact that yeah. and I think I'm going off on about thirty different tangents here, but um. Actually, no, I, I won't say this one, one until kind of after whatever. But yeah, we are sitting here with a company that is, you know, the majority share of music streaming that is yeah. not only favoring specific labels. And, and this is including majors as well as independent. You know, oh, you yeah. have experience of both. You <laughs> can attest to the fact that, you know, we know that major labels are getting a higher royalty rate. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Having curated music, both um, you know the lo-fi scene, and I, I curate music. I have playlists of all different genres, and we have one. Um, my wife and I, we have one that we play when we listen to uh, when, when we're playing games and stuff. And you know, we'll throw a couple of you know some Harry Styles on there. There's some Sabrina Carpenter, Taylor Swift. Blah, yeah, you why know, not? It's a, a weird, really weird mixed bag. Spotify's algorithm favors major labeled artists because the amount so we had um we had charlie poof's light switch on on the playlist because i, I liked it i thought it was funny charlie pretty Poof, much okay. every day we shuffled that playlist charlie poof's light switch would come on every single day yeah. 
without fail to the point that we removed the track from the playlist because it was guaranteed to come on every day and this is a shuffle of a playlist that has over 400 tracks and every single day that track was coming on and it had just yeah. come out obviously the label was pushing it so yeah. clearly spotify and their algorithm are also pushing it because they dish out exactly. that higher royalty rate yeah so that's you know from there that's that's that that's happening um and then they're paying shit royalties at the end of the day spotify is only out to make money they're, they're not here mm. to service us they're here to service the people that are listening um yeah. they don't give a fuck about us they don't give a fuck about artists so no. you know it comes as no surprise that everything about spotify the way that they curate things the way that they their algorithm is is leans towards even the fact that they're they're offering the fucking discovery mode that you can opt to have less royalties to be put in front of Ugh. more people yeah. like if that's not the biggest fucking slap in the face have i opted in absolutely because it's just we're yeah. turning into a pay to win society here and that's exactly what we've got to do to succeed so then we're receiving lower royalties whereas everyone else is throwing their shit into that that, that pan and yeah. then you're going to have yeah. very few people that aren't using discovery mode and then oh okay well it's just we're paying low rates because everyone's on discovery mode well, and yeah which again it's like it's not really there's not really like there's not a tangible metric that can tell you whether it works or not because i went into depth about it with a distribution and tried to figure it out but it wasn't like there wasn't like something clear and on top of that me or you being labels we have let's say more income to sacrifice to the discovery mode in order to be discovered and what i yeah. mean by that for people who don't know uh what discovery mode is doing or what the distributor your distributor is doing basically he uses your earnings mm -hmm. to pay spotify so that you get discovered yeah it's not like uh it's something magical or whatever like the, the any distributor will still get their cut no matter what it's like they're not going to use part of their cut they're going to use yours no so that's I, no that's actually not right it's it's at spotify level so let Spotify mean? pay per stream, let's say 0.0036 cents. So with discovery yeah. mode, that royalty rate then goes down before it even hits distributor. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, sorry. My bad, no, my bad. I recall. That's cool. oh. I mean, the thing I mean, is, let me, this, let me call that back. there's so many again, fucking different the thing. things to pay attention to with my, this music. The, the, the point that I was leading is yeah. basically a indie artist, for example, that, you know, just, I wouldn't say just started out because that would be stupid. Maybe you're like a couple of years yeah. in the game or whatever you can make, I don't know, let's say 500,000 streams, half a million streams a year, or maybe like a quarter of it. Like you're not generating enough royalties to get milked by Spotify to get discovered yeah. or let's say the discovery exposure like the exposure would be proportionate to the money that you actually spend or to the money that is deemed spendable yeah. at least because i never really got the um, uh that, that that's the other thing like how do you figure out how much money to 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 invest like this is not really clear at least of the statistics that i see it's like a a, a fluctuating number i mean it doesn't fluctuate too much like it did there was like a uh, I saw like a big difference um, on the the money being spent on discovery mode when I was like universal and then coming back 
it, it got lower. Yeah. So somebody's like definitely um, adjusting that somehow. So th this is what I would have liked to know. And again, not having combining that with the non-existent of actual tangible data, like, oh, I spent, let's say, a hundred monies to get a thousand monies in return. Yeah, I would have understood yeah. that relationship. So, I, you know, if you're like dumb, you can say, okay, if I spend then a thousand, then I'll get back 10,000. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's nothing the wrong with that. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah. in black and white on how much, no, no, how no. much of the royalties are we sacrificing in return exactly. for the discovery mode exposure? And is yeah. it, is it, is it, is it worth it yeah. at the end of the day? I mean, I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, it's, it's, it's not even a huge push for Spotify. Like that all the discovery mode yeah. does is, is so, you know, when you're like, shuff, you're playing an album and then the album finishes and then it auto plays. Yeah. Discovery mode is going to put you at the front of autoplay more, more than maybe another artist that isn't. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly. going to maybe appear more in artist radios. You're maybe going to appear more yeah. in, in the, if you search for like a genre on Spotify, you'll get a mix that's like tailored to you. Um, yeah. You know, you'll appear more in those mixes. Um, potentially you'll get put on Discovery Weekly more, but again, I don't think that is, uh, and, and as well, and this is the way of, that I've always understood Discovery Mode is that it's it's a, a running tracker of how your music performs. So yeah. you could opt into Discovery Mode, you could do really well for two days, get a load of stats, but yeah. those streams that have come in from that Discovery Mode for those first two days, if all of those people streamed but then skipped you, yeah, exactly. you're fucked. that, that yeah. means that you're not performing so well for this audience that Spotify has, has generated for you, so they're just yeah, going to yeah. push you less. And yeah. what you're essentially giving up then is, you know, royalties based on. And again, there's, there's I, I, we got asked, I got asked a question um, because we got offered to the discovery mode at the label. We, we were asked the question of, um, are all of the royalties from these streams, um, that from, from this particular release, are all of the royalties now knocked down at that lower rate? Or is it only the ones in the discover that are getting pushed for discovery mode? So, you know, okay, I get 500 stream streams from um, like a, a, a curated playlist, yeah, and I get 500 yeah. streams from discovery mode. Are yeah. do are both of those then paid? So this one's paid at the normal rate, the one that's on the curated playlist, and then the one that's discovery mode. Does that get paid at the, at the you know the lesser rate, or is the whole thing paid at the lesser rate? There's no clear understanding of whether now now this track gets played through Spotify, is this track just receiving the lower royalty rate as a whole, or is it just for when it gets pushed to discovery mode? We'd like to hope yeah. that it's the latter, that it's only when it gets put through the discovery mode algorithms. But it, again, it's not clear. Not. There's, no, there's no black <laughs> and white answers to this question. And that's just the weirdest thing. But yeah, um, the fact that that we're at a point where you know labels are getting kind of favored in certain ways because they're they're associated with certain you know uh country or they have a certain like affiliation with people it sucks but it just yeah. is that that's just the music business really isn't it at the end of the day but kind of steering the conversation to to something else that i noticed going kind of back to wrapped but also a bit with this as well mm. is there's always 
like these celebratory posts, you know, like you're saying, it was quite wholesome. There were a lot more people kind of engaging and being like, oh, you know, congratulations. Actually, yeah. it's seeming yeah. a bit more genuine. You then yeah. always have those that come along, and I've seen this a, a couple of times that are using Spotify wrapped as a way to kind of push this annoying fucking agenda of so the one i've seen a lot is a kind of mock-up of spotify wrapped that's saying the amount of royalties that spotify is paying out it's like okay yeah we all know that spotify pays like shit but here we all are celebrating our wins for the year and then you've just got to come along and share something that's like yes but did you know spotify is only paying 0.0003 cents per stream and it's like yes we yeah. all know this yes we all fucking yeah, hate it but right yeah. now we're all just kind of you know high on all of our numbers and we're just really excited we're sharing our achievements and then yeah. you know these people these fucks just come along and piss all over it like yeah but you know that they should be paying you more yeah we do yeah but and at the end of the day, I think I think the answer to that is like that's like if somebody you know comes in your let's say feed or post or whatever it says something like that, it's like it's completely irrelevant because you're not really like this is not you never really ask a question like I don't know like you're posting something about numbers like you say I got like half a million streams yeah. this year I find this a personal success because I'm a nobody and I have like ten top fans including my mom. Uh, and then somebody's saying, like, oh, but you're getting paid shit. Like, I don't care, man. Mm. Like, because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, like um, some of us, surprise, surprise. Uh, and it's definitely, it, it's definitely like a hard, thick, huge pill for some people to swallow. Yeah. Like, we do it just for fun. Like, we do it just for, for, the, for the fucking sake of the process. Like, we... Sure, the money is welcome. And somebody might say, yeah, Paul, like you should, you say this from the safe spot because you got a label, you got the millions of... Yeah, dude. But I didn't start like that. I, I didn't fall from the sky last year with like 100, yeah. 500,000 million streams. <clears throat> like I started from somewhere. Like, I mean, my first Spotify wrapped had like, I don't know, 50K. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I, there's even like a fucking uh, you know. My mom said, "Congrats." Yeah, <laughs> this was it was great. But yeah, I mean, definitely there's there's always like um, mood killers or like fucking party poopers or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's like I'm, I'm I'm I mean I, I can I can reference like an interesting uh, um, whatever. You know me. I'm getting weird with that shit. Uh, there was like this post on Facebook. Uh, I'm just like killing my time on Facebook. I mean, like I said, I'm spending more and more time on Facebook enjoying stuff. So moving to Greece, like I got, I started getting suggestions from um, some news outlets in Greece that I don't necessarily consider like really high end yeah. when it comes to like factual data or whatever, <laughs> but it's like fun. It's like fun to read or whatnot. So I tend to just like, I wouldn't say troll, but I try to, um, leave um, witty comments or like sort of like stand-up comedy, whatever the fuck, like yeah. just make shitty stuff. And I have managed to be like uh, a top fan <laughs> in, in yeah. a couple of these, you know? Yeah. So my, my comments like stick first. So um, switching the mood, there's like a really uh, bad case about a specific NGO uh, in Greece called The Ark that is basically, to my understanding and you know, risking like to fucked up, th fuck things up here. Um, it has to do with troubled children, like whether it's like maybe orphans or abused or whatever. They mm -hmm. just go to this like it's not like a middle house, but it's like a a place, a, sa a safe place that they can go. They can have like 
food on a plate, like shelter, whatnot. Um, this whole um, thing was run by a priest. Oh, no. Um, and and uh, there's some, some stuff that came into light. Apparently, there was a, 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 a few of these, let's say, at, at the time, um, uh, children who got older or got out or whatever, and they... Uh, prosecute. Well, they, they went uh, public with uh, uh, accusations. I mean, it's not even allegations anymore. It's like proven facts uh, of you know abuse, not not just sexual but physical, uh, verbal, mental, like really bad yeah. shit. So, and you know where that stuff starts happening? That's it's usually a fucking avalanche of shit. It's like a fucking huge snowball that keeps getting bigger and bigger. So they they figured out stuff about the, that the guy was embezzling money from the state. Like he's driving a Porsche Cayenne. He has like two villas. Everything comes like people would, you know, get this like random people, people who care about kids, children, not having like, you know, being uh, uh, broken kids, they would donate food and yeah. the, the, the and they would, and the guy, or let's say, you know, the, the administration of that place, they would sell the donated food to off-license shops, for example, to put it on the shelves. Yeah. Like, it, it got really bad. Okay. So anyway, the guy's like nowhere to be found. He's missing for like a, a, week, a week now. You know, he's hiding or whatnot. So there was this shitty like article that popped up or like on Facebook again, like a shitty post that said that apparently the guy's, the, the priest's lawyer is condemning the, the Greek state or everybody who's coming at them. And he got kicked out of his house because of this like evil attack yeah. on his person, you know? And then I just left a comment and said, well, he can, you know, he can live out of his Cayenne. It's big enough. <laughs> or move in his Cayenne or something yeah. like that, you know. Um, and there's like a bunch of people like reacting with laughing emojis. They got, I, I was one of the first to comment. And because I'm a, 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 a top fan, like my comments are usually on the top. So I got like, I don't know. I think I checked it like a couple of hours ago. It was like a 55 likes with laughing emojis and yeah. hearts and whatever. So it was really great. And there's like a few comments that actually support that kind of dude. And oh, Jesus. Somebody was like, oh, fuck you. Like, shame on you. You're not a good Christian. I'm like, the dude <laughs> was caught like yeah. fucking abusing shit. That, and that, then you're calling me like, so my reaction to that, like, I was like, should I get into like a beef with a Facebook guy? And I'm like, no. So I just left like laughing emojis on their comments. You yeah, know, like, that, like, that's why shit. I avoid Facebook. Like, our, our local Facebook love, group is, is just a minefield of just hell. And... I was in it for like a, a good couple of weeks. I was like, oh, this is hilarious. You know, what, what people, people's opinions around here. And then I was just like, actually, no, this is, this is winding me up. Especially when fucking, there are some people jumping in posting like Britain first videos. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, I live around here. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus. yeah, no. Oh, so I, yeah, no, no. For, for my own sanity, I had to get out of there. Um, but yeah, no. But you're 100 right. Like when it comes to social media, that that shit is like fucked up. Like oh, for what, sure. What fucks me up? What fucks me up basically is that every fucking social media platform now has become a black hole of fucking reels and videos and shorts. Yeah. Like like I'm I'm like after like five minutes, like I'm you know I'm gonna go take a shit, <laughs> and I'm gonna take my phone with yep. me. Yep. And I would just like, want something to pass the time. Yeah, instead of like fucking looking at the 
I don't know, the fucking tiles on the floor of my fucking toilet, I, I might as well look at a screen or whatever. Um, numb my brain while I take a shit. Yeah. And then there are times like after like two, three minutes, I don't know, am I on Facebook? Am I on Instagram? Am I on YouTube? Where am I? Because it's like, it's a just an endless 916 stream, format video. Just keeps on playing. Yeah. And you're like, nah, my brain fucking hurts. It's just shit. Like it's, it's, it's in this race of all of them becoming the next TikTok, yeah. basically, they just managed to fucking destroy every sense of, I don't know, community, oh, that. Uh, information. <laughs> that reminds like, me actually. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's like, there's the, there's actual, uh, what is it like? I think I saw it on, on a Joe Rogan podcast, like with some, some dude, like some scientist or whatever, like, or like a tech guy. The Chinese TikTok, the original TikTok, yeah. it doesn't show shit like that. If you're in China, 95% of the Chinese TikTok is educational videos. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. They're show, showing, I don't know, people and kids how to do stuff, educate them. Instead of fucking like TikTok dances and like fucking challenges and I don't know what the fuck, you know? Ah, oh, fuck, don't get me started with that. I, I don't know, I'm getting TikTok has been equally the best and the worst thing for music. Um, I don't know if you saw, I just did, I took a picture um, of this because... I saw you like laughing or something. <laughs> what was it? So I don't know if, this, uh, again, this is going to be several different th 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 thingies. So do you know of the app Let's called go. Be Real? Yeah. So it's like, th this is just me showing my fucking age, right? So like, I'm seeing yeah. kids on TikTok talking about there be or people mentioning oh, i want to i don't want to say kids because i don't have kids on my tiktok just just put that out there yeah. <laughs> but yeah there's people <laughs> i say kids because anyone younger than fucking 20 is a kid now um yep. so yeah people are mentioning be real and i was like i said Haley, i was like what's be real and she's like oh my god you're showing your fucking age it's like the coolest app that all the kids are on now and it's essentially it takes okay. a picture it, it basically pokes you every day at different times um yeah. And it's like, oh, you need to take your B-reel. And what it does is it takes a picture at the same time of your front and back facing camera. Okay, yeah. And it's yeah. meant to, you know, the whole thing is you meant to be real, show us what you're doing right this minute. You get um, like three minutes to take a picture before you get like, it. it the app kind of shames you by being like, oh, you are three hours late. <laughs> so I, I started going on it and um, I am on B-reel. I'm not going to say what my username is because i am such I, a fucking I bet it's boy loops. It, i'm such a boomer on on be real man like some of the pictures is just me looking like a fucking troll like just you know when you get like your dad takes a picture for facebook but he's looking down and it's just and yeah that i've accidentally yeah. done a lot of no, that but no. then going back to tiktok no. tiktok have come along and been like we like that idea so we're gonna take it so they launched something called now TikTok now, which is basically um, be real, but it's on TikTok. Be real it pokes TikTok. you at a certain oh. time every day. You have three minutes to post a video. It, exactly the same, and that's what I just oh, did. Uh, you, by the way, you're on my TikTok now. Just, uh, just FYI. TikTokies, <laughs> oh, but um, never without my permission. Yeah, man. And then <laughs> because I'm so used to not giving a shit of what I put on be real, because it's just me on there. No. I got into that mentality on this on doing the TikTok one as well until I realised and I started to get some little oh, notifications that someone's liked your your TikTok now and I'm like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> and I just realised I've been posting absolute yeah. trash. Shit. 
But yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing. Like this sort of like quick uh, release of endorphins. Like oh, somebody like yeah. Like for me, like I, I don't know. Maybe I, I also got numb to that. TikTok like, is is the best and the worst thing for music um, because uh, of so the fact that you can if you can put the effort in, you can get discovered on TikTok like quite easily. You can really like push your music out there, and it can really give you a. a if you become viral, you know, let's let's do an example for the lo-fi scene, like El Dre with his Steam Universe song, I've mentioned it a million times, every single place yeah. I talk about anything, you know, that can really help you do numbers, so you, like, you can really, but, but at oh, the same time, it's really, for me at least, ruined music, because now we have this fucking sped up trend that's happening. Like this year, this sped up trend. Ugh. And I actually, if you remember a couple of podcasts back, I mentioned Steve Lacey, that he released, officially released a sped up version of his song because... Oh yeah, of his song, yeah, because it, so he found it on TikTok. Yeah. I take that compliment back because it turns out it wasn't him that did it, it was his label. Because the very same label then did a sped up version of Thundercats song. They then did a sped up version of a bunch of Panic! at the Disco songs. They've done a okay. sped up version of a Sabrina Carpenter song. And it seems that the labels have caught onto this trend and they're like, right, we need to take our biggest hits, we need to speed them up, we need to then re-release it as its own single along with the, the original so that when people are searching yeah, for yeah. song sped up, we're get, they're getting the yeah. official one, we're getting those numbers. Oh, Great business me. practice, absolutely, but it's, again, it's, it's... What I find interesting is that never before, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but never before in history has, has something that isn't necessarily to do with music, so a social media platform in this case, has such yeah. a big influence on music as a whole. You know, we're seeing sped up versions of almost every popular hit this year because that's how they're getting big on TikTok. And I've, I have I posted this on Twitter and I said, I don't know whether it's because people are enjoying these sped up versions because they're better than the originals or is this because the Gen Z or whatever it is being called a TikTok generation now, is the TikTok generation actually too impatient to listen to a full song? And they just want to get because of how quickly Spend we're fucking consuming everything yeah, through TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, oh here's something, swipe. Here's something else, swipe. Here's something. You know, this real quick. We need to get it in your face as quickly as possible. Dude, just just thinking about it just makes my head yeah. And dizzy, you know, have like... we hit hit a world where people just want to consume stuff as quickly as possible and move on to the next thing? Look at the lo-fi scene. It's exactly the same thing. People want to put out music, move on to the next thing. There are artists that are dropping shit week after week after week, posting something, moving on to the next thing, posting something, moving yeah. on to the next thing. You know, it's it's absolutely wild. And I think we, we are entering a society now as well. I think this is, it, it's kind of bleeding into to, to everything that we're doing at the moment, where things just have to be quick, things have to be fast. You know, we've got Amazon Prime delivery that in some places can come in an hour. We have, mm. you know, everyone wants everything now, but then once they've got it, that's it, done, move on to the next thing. I mean, on the positive side, this might actually accelerate the destruction of this fucking planet at the end of the day, which is gonna be great, I think. It's like, you know, <laughs> getting rid of ourselves, like fucking vermin, the vermin of the fucking universe. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just, I straight down to the core, I think this sort of like sped up stuff, it's just, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. 
Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it's stupid. Like, it's a fucking, it's a piece of music. Why would I want to listen to it sped up? Yeah. This is it's the question, fucking, though, isn't like, it? I think, I think, I think, I think TikTok or all these fucking shitty trends or whatever, they just ran out of brilliant, they just ran out of ideas, and now they're just like trying to come up with the most stupid shit. And because it's like TikTok and some, let's say, major, uh, you know, quote unquote influencers, like pick it, pick it up and they do it. And everybody thinks like, oh, that's the next fucking thing. No, it's like, it, I think it's stupid. Or maybe, maybe, maybe my mentality, our mentality, this mentality, maybe this is gonna die with our generation, yeah? And maybe at the time, you know, other shit is gonna happen. It's gonna be faster or whatever. But I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% a person who's gonna back up, you know, um, improvements and developments and moving forward and new technologies and fucking embrace that shit. Yeah. And because, just because I don't understand something, I'm not gonna be like, oh my God, like, what the fuck is this? Like, try to throw fucking holy water or chase it with fucking wooden sticks. But sped up songs, I mean, fucking eat a dick, bozo. Like, honestly, like, why the, why the fuck is this even a trend? It's just, fu it's just fucking stupid. Like, but, and, and, I think like, you know, like there used to be like a time in social media where everybody would tell you like maybe five, six years ago, you know what, you got to be on all the social medias, you got to be on Instagram, the Facebooks, on YouTubes and blah, blah, and everything has to be interconnected and you have to post, post, post. Or like you had the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world like, oh, you want to go on like, you need to go on TikTok, you've been on TikTok and then garage sales and like shit like that. It was like super funny. But I think now if you're everywhere, you just like you're nowhere at the same time. Yeah. Like it doesn't, I think now is the time that you just, you just have to be selective. Like sure, you might wanna, how should I say, register with, um, make an account in a social media platform just for the sakes of like grabbing your yeah. username, whatever. I mean, I, w I did the same with uh, Pueblo Vista on TikTok, even I barely use it. I tried it a little bit in the beginning, but then I was like, fuck it, it's a waste of time. Like I, don't, I have better things to do. So I'm just like focusing now, you know, on my Facebooks and on my Instagram. But the overall thingy that where somebody would have to focus now is again, it's like a fucking website. You want to be original, just try to do something yeah. that nobody else is doing. If everybody's on, on TikTok, you going on TikTok is not really going to change anything because what I've been like looking like in in my um, in my deep shithole rabbit holes shit rabbit holes when I you know basically when I'm taking a dump in the toilet I'm using all these fucking social medias and I'm strolling through the reels and stuff it's like people who got viral let's say a year ago with a specific video yep. or a specific song whatever they're literally nowhere to be found now why because not because they produce bad content it's because we're so quick to move on to the next thing exactly and and their thing got copied so many times yes yeah. that it just became unoriginal so after a while, it's like, it's like as if it's like, you know, when you reshare a meme so many times that it gets like so fucking transformed and demorphed and it's I mean, like everything looks so shit. We've been through it's so the many thing. of them on this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> bing so, bang. <laughs> what happens to that? Hey, <laughs> yo, I don't know. This uh, is <laughs> a little fire. <laughs> The Anka Jams was great, but the hey yo, I mean hey yo is a yo is like this when you say like flagrant shit, like somebody's gonna you know call you out for it. But again, that's like a New York thing. Like in New York, they do it, so we would have been you know. Fuck your life. Sense us to use it. Yeah, fuck your life. Bing bong. 
<laughs> but that's the it was like, funny for us. That's the thing, like, like and this is old man yells at cloud type thing. We've kind of lost those eras of of memes that kind of stick around to be memorable. They get yeah. because of how quickly things are moving on. Something happens. Yeah. It get gets bashed so fucking hard that yeah, yeah. it's it's be forgotten about in in a week's time. Like at the moment, the big thing that's kind of uh, everyone's loving on on TikTok and whatever is um, Matt Healy from the nineteen seventy five. There's a, a song that he sings live where he has auto tune, and at the beginning of the song, it's quite a, it's got a bit of an intro to it. So he just okay. fucks around with the auto tune while he's while the song's kind of building up and he'll just say okay. stuff like um like oh apologies for the seats like he like points at the nosebleed seats and he's like oh, apologies for the seats like okay. but pretty shit seats to be fair and the one that's blowing up at the minute is he, si- he sings along saying um stop throwing uh, menthols on the stage uh, i don't like menthols but it goes along with with the song and everyone's yeah. and because the auto-tune makes it so it fits yeah, 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 it's brilliant, but now <laughs> everyone's reusing that sound and blah, blah blah. Even like Matt Healy himself, there was a video that came up on TikTok where he's now inco- actually incorporated "I don't like menthols" into the song because it's it's blown up that that much. I think he posted something on his Twitter being like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like I say one thing and now everyone's like, "I don't like menthols," and it's just yeah. <laughs> That that's the thing. Like it's just like, I just find I just find that shit like so. Just I don't want to say the R word because I don't. Lo- I know you don't like make me saying it in the podcast, but it's just fucking stupid, yeah. man. That's like fucking bozo shit. Like don't be a bozo. It's like <laughs> this is fucking stupid. But uh, it, it it we reached that like we went from from I don't know. I mean this was always like underlying that we went from like I want to get famous and successful and money and whatever now to like I will do whatever the fuck to get there. To get, now it's like I'll do whatever which, the fuck it takes to get viral. Yeah, yeah. Which which it's not. How should I say? It's not bad as a as a motto or as a, a personal motivation. Like because uh, you would also do whatever the fuck it takes to pay the bills, yeah. to put f- food on the table, to to pay the rent. Like, I would do the same thing, you know, to, to put, I don't know, shoes on my baby or whatever. But when you, like, take that and, like, just try to, I don't know, drop your pants, spread your butt cheeks, <laughs> and, like, shove whatever the fuck it's in your ass, um, to just get to this sort of like notoriety or, or virality or whatever yeah. the fuck. I, it's just fucking stupid. And, and it's like, I see that happening a lot with, with, you know, with the stuff that we do because we always have to talk about the music thing. Like at least with us, I think uh, what I find it similar to is like um, dick writing labels or like dick writing playlists mm. or like trying to produce that, that kind of like a sound that sounds like something else like you know you're sacrificing your your personal creativity and your uniqueness or whatever or your skills because some people actually have skills but for the sake of fucking getting there like oh i can fucking do that i was like okay man it's, it's like fuck it fuck you like i don't want to work with you if that's the case yeah. so oh man it's it's it's, it's just fun it's just fucking sad that we actually reached that stage well yeah i mean in in a similar vein like if we're talking 
kind of a look back of, of the way the podcast has gone over the year as well um, on people, you know, riding shit. What happened yeah. to all those music NFTs? <laughs> and if, if what? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! No, 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 it's it's. I mean, speaking of which, and again, we're not we're not naming names because fuck you. We're not gonna you know give you clout. We're not gonna call you out. But uh, I think it was like I think people were were be happy to know that there were there was like let's say a specific label out there that was uh, a Kickstarter or say started by a specific producer that uh, well his name is around like a lot of people know him. Um, and it was like so hyped that oh yeah we're like doing this for the artists and like they, they they had this like i mean the intentions were really good like artists first and we're being considerate and that's why we're doing like a 2080 split and blah 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 and this and that and all the time like oh artists first and this and that nevertheless uh, there was so much hype about oh we're pushing the artists and we're doing this for the artists but at the same time and this is like facts, like knowing from people who actually released with that label, there wasn't really anything happening. Like there wasn't any, I mean, I consider myself being a super, I, I consider you being one of the top labels out there when it comes to organizational marketing promotion, like you do the fucking, fucking full nine yards. I consider myself maybe below the, the hump, like a little bit behind halfway mm -hmm. to what you do. Um, I like, and me being lazy at that. <laughs> but that particular label or guy like was like zero, like mm. nothing. Like there was a release out, okay, 2080, done. And speaking of NFTs, like we saw after the the shit show with, what is it, XTC, no, what was it called? FTC. XTF, FTC, whatever. Um, knowing that the person behind the label was heavily invested on NFTs yeah. and it was like a lot of postings and all of this and that. As soon as that fucking thing crashed, then all of a sudden, magically, I think a couple of weeks later or like a week later, it was like, oh, there's a there's a change in the royalties now, guys. We're going to be doing 3070. Again, providing the same non-existing services or label backing, whatever. And then, you know, doing like an interesting switch on that. So for me, I was like, I mean, I, I have respect for the guy and what he has managed to accomplish, like not through the label thing, but on his private life, I would say like that, because it's really remarkable, you know? But when I saw that, I was like, the timing was very, <laughs> mm, like yeah. it made me kind of like think like, mm, that's interesting. So, you know, talking about NFTs and all this. Fucking yeah, but music, I, I will happily stuff. be the fucking guy that sits here and say, say I fucking told you so. I oh yeah, one hundred percent. You said that a podcasts, times. We can let's go back to the podcast where I fucking rant the shit out about how NFTs won't fucking work in the music industry, and then all of those fucking deniers that were like, no, 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 it's the future of NFTs. No, it's the future of music. The it's it's going to provide a really new and interesting way to be supported. And it's like, is it fog? No. Because guess what? Nobody Aaron, gives a fuck. Aaron is yeah, Aaron is poor. He cannot buy NFTs. I don't want to buy an NFT. <laughs> he can't mint his tracks. <laughs> I don't want to mint my fucking... What was it? No. Episode 12. There episode you go. 12. Go I back to episode no, 12. No, episode 12. Episode 11, where NFT is in, this, in, the, in the title. Yeah. Uh, Either way, there are some words. podcasts where I talk about yeah, NFTs 10 and, 11. and how it's not going to work. Dude, and this was... Wait, wait, wait a minute. And this was... Uh, January 23rd and February 8th. Okay. This is like almost like a year ago. So we're, we're recapping that year. Fuck you, I Fuck was yeah. right. Yeah. Your music NFTs 
stick them up your <laughs> ass because guess what? You're all relying. <laughs> and this this is actually what I was going to say earlier when we were talking about the genius thing about how um, lo-fi producers are the only ones that seem to support to really give that much of a shit about lo-fi. It's just crypto bros, but with lo-fi. <laughs> the only people that give a shit about crypto are other crypto bros. Like, let's be real. Exactly. And you know what, for all of those people that, that came along and be like, oh, Web3, Metaverse, NFTs, this is the future oh, of music. Fuck yeah. Get fucked, yeah, because no, where's fine. your fucking NFT now? How much is how much is your stupid ape picture worth? Oh, 20 quid, eat dicks. <laughs> I mean, I got all the apes. I fucking screenshotted all of them. Well, you there know? you go. I well, And I, I just think it's amazing that everyone's dragging Justin Bieber as well, because he spent three million on one that's now worth 60k <laughs> i think i think even logan paul was dragged into it at some point like all the big shots yeah. you know but it, it is at, at the end of the day like uh, for me being a fucking millennial being like 41 turning 42 years old in february i'm like when when did hard work <laughs> got replaced by fucking social media or like fucking uh, uh, a virtual currency that it's not even it doesn't even exist and it was proven it's just it's like, penny stocks all over again yeah, it's exactly. it's people thinking that well i guess because we're all trading fucking pictures of chimps, chimps. it's like pokemon yeah. but you know, this is just investments. This is just investing all over which, again. It's which again. This was like again. This was a, this was like a, a, a fucking bandwagon that yeah. thousands of people went on, mm -hmm. and then a bunch of other thousands, millions of people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell you how to make your own NFT collection, chimp, monk, whatever." And you would see like variations of monkeys, yeah. and more and more people, and they would just flood OpenSea. OpenSea, for people who don't know, is like one of the major NFT, whatever, market, collectible, what, yeah. whatnot. Like, again, it's like the fucking generation or and it's not, I don't think it's like Zoomers or whatever. It's it's people, you know, it doesn't matter if you were born in the 90s or whatever. If you're stupid, you're stupid. If you're smart, you're smart. If you are R-rated word, you're R-rated, whatever. Um, like what the fuck like sure there's nothing that as i said before there's no parthenogenesis anymore but it's not that difficult to to be unique and be very special and do something on your own instead of like jumping a wagon yeah. and the the people that i hate the absolute most are not the 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 people who jump a wagon on a wagon it's like the people who jump on a wagon multiple times or they they jump on multiple wagons yeah because they have like you literally as a human as a as a as a sentient being as sentient in you as you can be in this fucking planet you have nothing to contribute on the content aspect on the creation process like you're just yeah. copying what other people deemed successful like again, it's like a shitty popularity contest, and then you're trying to look the part. Like it's, I mean, if you want to put it as a actual, like I don't know, it's as if you keep making plastic surgery, like you keep nip tucking yourself, like every fucking other time, because like now the standard for beauty is this human or that human yeah. or whatever. Like you keep fucking keep chopping your face up to look the part all the time. And I think that's where people just, to, to tie it up with what you said before, like lose their identity and just portray this different persona online. Like, oh, 
that's me on the internet, on uh, the lo-fi producer that's like whatever, this and this and that. Oh, man, it's just, it's just fucking sad. Yeah. It's just fucking sad. Remember Good thing we have lo-fi music when, playing in the background. When we didn't have to... When we didn't have phones to sit on on the toilet and instead we read the back of shampoo bottles. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, man. Like, you, you, you would just grab like a fucking, I wouldn't say newspaper, but you could like get a fucking uh, uh, comic book or yeah. some shit like that and just like read it. Or remember the time that there used to be like a fucking uh, magazine holder standard next to the fucking yeah. toilet seat? Or the magazine stand that had a toilet roll holder at the top. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. Like now it's like now you have like a toilet roll holder for your fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen some that like, are USB powered. <laughs> exactly. Like you can fucking charge your phone while taking a shit and watching fucking Netflix. I mean, yeah, I get it, it's evolution and whatnot, but at the end of the day, I mean come the fuck on. Like what the fuck? We're we're really know. entering old man territory now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people in the comments like people are listening now. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. Is this? But yeah, but yeah I, I think. Nah, nah. Do you know what? It, it has been a super interesting year. Um, for me personally, I didn't do anything that I said that I was going to do this year. I was very much like, yeah, I'm going to do live streaming. Like I bought all this shit. Have I done any live streaming or live performances? No. <laughs> I, well, it's like life happens. I've built, so. I've built a live set um, that we were supposed to do something in November, um, but that just that just didn't happen. So, you know, next year maybe. Um, I mean, I, I know I've got yeah. plans for what I, I plan to do at least for me next year, um, and it's it's still kind of being involved in the lo-fi scene, but at the same time, it's it's broadening my horizons um, because. And this is kind of going in with everything that we've been saying in this episode. And uh, um, I'm going to start doing more TikToks. <laughs> TikToks! But no, I, I'm I'm really... This year, at least, my plan is to be more more me on social media. I'm going to start talking about music and shit. That's the hope. Um, I'm going to yeah. share the stuff that I like. I might start doing, like, oh, here's my top picks for the week. Because, you know, I share my music on my Twitter. Why don't I just talk about it as well? Like, here's what's new this week. Trying to, I'm just trying to find avenues of disco- discovering music. Because I kind of feel like... And this goes... If we go back to those people that are like, oh, you know, Spotify pays you fuck all. And it's like, yeah. So, but And if you're that bothered by it, don't waste your time saying how much you hate it do something about it in a sense of like push your music from Bandcamp. you know there was there was yeah. something on social media where they were saying that you know not a lot of artists will ask you to buy their music it's very much you, you scroll through instagram you'll see that's like oh stream it now uh you know listen on spotify link in bio but nobody's saying hey buy my music and link into their Bandcamp. Yeah. nobody's saying you know do this yeah, exactly so yeah, that. So for me, at least in the new year, I'm trying to kind of put myself out there as me, a human being, rather than me, a, a music producer or a slash artist. So then, hopefully, organically, people will want to know who I am and see. Oh, he makes music, and we'll go oh, from there. Yeah. But we'll see next December as to whether I've stuck to that. <laughs> see you guys in the next rap in 12 months from now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, that that would be that would definitely that definitely be interesting, but uh, maybe more shitty it's, green it's, screen. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 always like for me. I just um, 
I, I, I kind of like, I mean, uh, you and a lot of people also know like that I moved into, uh, I moved into a new studio. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a new country. Yeah, joking. The studio is on. Like, studio is open. I opened the studio. Yeah, exactly. Studio is open. Uh, taking requests. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Uh, so this has been like definitely challenging for me. And doing all these like new stuff that I knew that it would affect my life and this would have like an immediate effect in all the other stuff that I did, I kind of like managed to withdraw myself and look outside from outside the bubble that I was in. Yeah. And this also kind of like, I know there's a bunch of people and people who recently released with us, like uh, with, with me, but might be like, hey, Paul, where's the, where the fuck is the Instagram post, man? When are you going to post it? Like, I'm, I'm being like very, I wouldn't say cryptic, but very, uh, I've, I've disassociated with a lot of the stuff. Like I have my own schedule. I try to follow it, but at the same time, there's so much shit that's happening like yeah. in real life. Thankfully, now we reached the point where the only issues that I have is, let's say, house-related in the sense of, oh, I need to get a bulb from Ikea to hang it from the ceiling because one of my best mates is visiting in a couple of weeks and I need to make sure the room he stays is fully equipped. Yeah. Um, so it definitely helped me reorganize my thoughts and my process. And I realized that stuff that I used to that that i had fun making or like i really would love like the process of you know scouting an artist finding his release like starting the communication going back and forth and putting and scheduling things out i kind of like i lost the the fun in that yeah. you know what i mean like I, I i caught myself at times doing it very um like a fucking robot like oh i got the files i need to put them up set the splits here's the 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 fucking artwork here's the the fan link like whatever done and it felt like very transactional yeah and and i'm like fuck it man that, that's not me like it, it's it sucks and at the same time trying to balance my personal life and i'm like fuck i don't have time for this shit. like when i get like you know all these questions that you randomly get like oh when is this happening or oh uh, can we why can't i see the 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 compilation track on my spotify for <laughs> you know kind of stuff this is like pissed me off so anyway and I'm kind of like rediscovering in a way myself. And I will like, for example, focus on more on my website and actually posting more of my pictures or yeah. getting back into the whole photography game again slowly. Because it's just like, I felt like I lost, I just lost it. Yeah. Like I lost the fun, like there's no love anymore, whatever. And doing so the past couple of months, kind of like made me rediscover like, oh, it's fun doing something else. Like, okay, you focused on the photography long enough. Oh, we have this release. Oh, that shit sounds great and whatever. We can combine it like, you know, getting back into the thing. So I think this is what's happening to most of us. Yeah. Let's say the whole living in this culture, especially after the, I think, I think the whole pandemic kind of like accelerated the the speed or or the I, I don't know if it makes sense the need for speed basically yeah to consume content because you were just sitting at home doing fucking nothing and then you had to like fucking consume and consume but what we don't understand what most people don't understand is like our brain is not equipped to handle so much information 
as simple as that. It's just like it's 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 a, it's a biology thing. Yeah. It's nothing new. Like uh, the the people who are you know our grandparents and our grand grandparents and all these people like the input or let's say the 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 stimulation the stimuli that they had from their surroundings back then was like I don't know war yeah <laughs> guns uh, dying I mean what was the, what was the the, the average uh, lifespan of a human back in the twenties like forty years forty yeah, five like I mean I mean and we come a long way from being chased by fucking tigers or you know the the, the long lost relatives of tigers or whatever yeah. to now sitting in front of a screen and like fucking like training your brain to have more and more info like i see it with my daughter like i know that what for for me there was a gradual shift in technology and i'm like oh i went from like calling my friends landlines and if they weren't home yep. you were like fuck it i'm stuck at home to like having like a pocket reminder like where you at yeah somebody can, can immediately call you and reach out to you no, like this, is, this is exactly like, oh. what i was saying the other day like um what what you know the freelance marketing work stuff that i do in, in the day outside of label stuff um you know there's a couple of uh, very much younger people on the team um that that didn't really know about all of that like uh, yeah i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, bless her like she's awesome but she was saying she said something like um oh my friends work have to connect their laptops up to the wi-fi and i'm like exactly <laughs> i was like they need to connect their laptops via cable to the wi-fi and i was like do you mean ethernet and she's like oh i suppose yeah Suppose. I was like, dude. <laughs> it's Ethan. It's Ethan. I was it? like, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is wild that you're like, oh, this is crazy. They have to connect it to a wire. <laughs> what? I know she's saying like. Well, shout out to Apple for completely remo removing Ethernet connectors from the yeah, laptops. Yeah, no, you've got to gradually removing everything out of ding dongles from the dongly dongs. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's like, I was just like, wow, yeah, like I mean, back in my day, we had to back in my day. <laughs> we, you know, if we phoned, mate, like we had to phone our parent, like friends landlines and their parents would answer. And it would just be this awkward conversation of like, you know, if you were friendly, you yeah, if, if you were friendly <laughs> with their parents as well, they'd ask like, oh, yeah. how are you doing? You OK? And it's like, no, I just want to see yeah. if someone's home. And then if yeah. they weren't home, you had to decide, OK, like you said, am I just going to be stuck at home for the day or, or do I go out? You know, especially if they're like, oh, no, they went out earlier with yeah. other friend. So then you'd be like, OK, so they probably went to this park or maybe they're out in this field or in these trees or dumb mm. shit like that. Or exactly, kicking yeah. around like this you car park. Like, so you'd you'd go yeah. around your town trying to see if you can find these these people, and if you did, great. If you didn't, you'd just go home and be sad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and it's it's it it kind of like it became like so weird. Like it's you're supposed to you know the whole purpose of the thing for social media was like to connect people and you know music and whatnot, whatever. And now it's like the the exact opposite. Like it's so disconnecting it reached the point that it's disconnected. I mean, I'm, I'm happy I can connect to my best friends around the world, which is great, but yeah. it's like now, like, like I saw it, I had people like, what, you know, me being abroad for like over 10 years, like um, my biggest um, 
and saddest moment is the fact that I was there for like I was I was in Austria for like 10 years and and uh, barely like nobody visited me like from friends like family whatever like of course other than my parents visiting me every, every now and then I, I had higher expectations of people and everybody was like oh yeah we'll come next year we'll come summer we'll come this we'll come that and like, nobody came to see me like for 10 years and then I come back here and like hey guys you know like I'm back now it's easier for you to see me. It's like, again, yeah. crickets. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, honestly, like, fuck you. Like, no way. So, yeah, it's, it's also funny. It's also, it's also super funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It definitely affects a lot of people. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Just reminiscing yeah, back in the days. Back yeah, in the I know, days. nostalgia. <laughs> this is like a lo-fi podcast, guys. It's all about the nostalgia yeah, here. Man. Phones and, and mobile phones and landlines. I have a landline. I don't. I don't have an actual phone. I don't have a phone. I mean, Greece is like that bad that you have to have a landline number. Oh, no, yeah. To get internet. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the, exactly the same here. No, I just don't have a phone to plug yeah. into it. I think we do have a phone number. Fuck knows what it is. <laughs> I think it's on a bill I mean, somewhere. And, I don't know. And, and I was told that it's actually because of the... Um, I mean, uh, Greece being like one of these developing countries, you know? <laughs> nope, the UK uh, is very much the same. It's it's uh, apparently like it makes more sense if you use your landline to call to call instead of like your phone, even though you might have like a limitless package or yeah. whatever the fuck, because it's like it's cheaper or it's like you don't pay anything because it's kind of like included. Or whatever. Yeah. And I always like and I was like the other day I was like in one of these like, sort of like tech shops and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Maybe I'll get like a fucking, I don't know, a cordless phone, like, you know, wireless, whatever, so you can pick it up and whatnot. And I go there and it's like, the cheapest one was like 40 euros. I was like, I'm not, what the fuck? Yeah. Just keep, 40 bucks? Like, where's like the ones with the fucking cord and the numbers? Like, I want something like that for 10 bucks. So I ended up like ordering something from Amazon because I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm not going to pay like 40 bucks for like whatever. Amazon basics, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Leak your phone number. Let's uh, give you a call. <laughs> next podcast is going to be like with phone quality. It's like, it's like completely lo-fi shit. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's that like when someone phones into a radio station. Hello, <laughs> hello. Hey, is that you? I barely hear you. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Those are the days. Yeah. Good old times. Well, on, on that note oh, of well. ammunition. On that note, yeah, on that note, I think uh, this wraps up this nostalgic episode 27. Yeah, what, what a year it's been. Um, we had a pause, we had a break, we've seen things come and go, lo-fi bands are a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this, this is something I think we, uh, we need to see how this unfolds and maybe, um, I don't know. Let's let's analyze it. Let's analyze it in the next episode because I I want to get I want to do some more. I think we both need to do a bit more research. Yeah. Uh, before we start dissecting this, it's a fun thing. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We will we'll see. Anywho, uh, that's been the Sunday thank Rose, you for Pop, Rose podcast. Exactly. Follow me on, on Instagram. And uh, what was I? The inventor of the largest... Pizza. The world's largest pizza. Pizza. The world's largest pizza. Yeah, guys. You Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it's been awesome. Ta-ta. Bye. <laughs>